everybody. Welcome to the Sailor Moon Crystal After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Season 3, Episode 4, Act 29, Infinity 3, Two New Soldiers. We'll be breaking down the episode, sharing the latest news and gossip, talking about some predictions for the future, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. So many titles. That was a mouthful, wasn't it? Yeah. Nice. I'm trying really hard to like memorize the titles and get them all out, like in a way that sounds natural, but there's just it's just words. It's just a whole combination of words. It's never changed throughout throughout all no. the years. And in actual fact, really long I was gonna say, in an actual fact, uh, because you know the episodes of Sailor Moon Crystal are named after the the manga acts. They're actually shorter than the '90s anime titles, <laughs> which were like, which were like, Saphir dies. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what's gonna happen in this episode. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times there were like two paragraph synopses exactly. of what was going to happen. Yep, totally. It's like you didn't even need to watch the episode; you just read the title card. <laughs> it's like a wiki summary. <laughs> Welcome to the Sailor Moon Crystal After Show. If you guys are listening on iTunes, thank you so much. Why don't you subscribe to us while you're there? Leave us reviews. If you leave us reviews, we'll read them on the show. And we're going to do that today because somebody listened to me last Yay. week and left us a review. Oh, so thank you so nice. much for that. Uh, though if you are listening on iTunes, remember, the most fun thing you can do is watch us live, like a bunch of people are doing right now, uh, on <laughs> Monday nights at 10, which is or the time it is right now, approximately. <laughs> uh, Pacific Standard Time. Pacific, Pacific Standard Time, yes. yes. Uh, and uh, for all of you who are in the live chat, we're there too. We're, we're following yeah. along with the live chat, as well as that hashtag on Twitter, ABTVSMC. I am Emma Fife. You can follow me all over the internet at Emma Fife, which is my name. And I am joined by two fabulous ladies, both of whose names begin with M. This is a this is a theme for me that it's like me and everyone else on the panel has the same letter for their first name. Uh, Markia McCarty. Yes, right here. Uh, you can follow me at Markia McCarty, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. And Megan Salinas. Hey guys, you can follow me on Twitter at the Mengwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. So, guys, first of all, thank you, Jade M, for saying that I look adorable, and Mika for also, Emma's Minako outfit makes me cry. <laughs> Happy fangirl tears. Tears, thank you. Ordinary passerby also commenting on my outfit. Thanks, guys. I was going to say, yeah, for anybody who didn't know, there was a clear motif there going is. on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, was, this outfit is inspired by the outfit that Minako wears in the first opening of the first season of Sailor Moon Crystal. Halfway through, her outfit changed to, like, a more summer look, but this was her, like, fall ensemble. <laughs> I Instagrammed a photo of it earlier, a side-by-side -side comparison. It's pretty accurate, and this is my cosplay bow from my Sailor Venus <laughs> cosplay, in case anybody doesn't know she's my favorite. I also have the compact that yes. she used to transform into a boy Infinity Academy student. Yes. Yep. Oh, pretty good. Awesome. Pretty good. Uh, but let's talk about this episode. Holy moly. I'm going to make a real bold statement right now, and I mean some of it is influenced by the fact that this was a very heavily Minako-focused episode, and she is my favorite, but this might be my favorite animated Sailor Moon thing oh, yet. Oh, really? Wow. I Just this episode? absolutely loved it. And most of it actually didn't have to do with... Minako, even though she was adorable, she was she such was. a dork. I was having those She's moments great. where I was like, yep, I, I see why she is my favorite. Uh, because there are very uh, similar similar uh, traits between <laughs> myself and her. Uh, I like that. But 
the real reason that I found this episode to be so compelling, and, and I think it really captured this idea a lot better than the manga did, was because of everything that transpired between Usagi and Haruka. Yeah. Okay. And this is why. Because I felt like this episode did such a good job of portraying this very complex emotion in something that is aimed at, a, 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 you know, like a young teenage audience. It was so incredible because basically I felt like their sort of relationship, quote unquote, is one of this incredibly strong mutual attraction between two people that is controversial, not because they're both women, but because they are both in happily committed relationships. And to me, it didn't feel like it was wrong or it was cheating. And and somebody um, addressed, I'm trying to give credit uh, because it actually was in the chat before we even started broadcasting live here. Oh, it was Rebecca McDonald uh, who was uh, annoyed at all the, apparently a bunch of people on, on Tumblr were like, oh, Haruka cheated on Michiru because she kissed Usagi. And I don't... You don't see it I that don't, way. I don't see it that way. Yeah, well, um, judging from, like, judging from the expression, like, afterwards with, like, the kiss, it didn't seem like a romantic kiss. Exactly! I, I didn't like that the kiss happened because consent, consent always, but, right. but it happening, it wasn't... It wasn't a oh I'm sneaking around. Kind no, of vibe no, with it. not no. at all. If anything, um, to to go on with what you were saying with like that mutual attraction thing. I mean, you see with Usagi, she has like this complete like it's like a melding with each of the Sailor Guardians, and and that relationship that she has with each of them is slightly different. It's tweaked exactly. in a slightly different way. So it's like um, she has this adoration for uh, Michiru. Yeah, you know? and then like Haruka, it's like. It's just tweaked in a different way, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's, but it's still her as their queen having that just instantaneous connection. Yes, exactly. And I, and I would argue, too, that, like, this is a real thing that happens, like, in life. That, like, I, I just know from my personal life, like, I have encountered people in my life that for whatever reason usually that one or both parties were in a serious committed relationship at the time that I just experienced this incredible attraction to and connection with. Yeah, and the it, chemistry. It, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it's that chemistry that you just can't ignore. And it's okay. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, you're I not doing it, anything. No, like no. In fact, if anything, it might be influenced by each of their planets, too. Exactly. With, like, yeah. um, how that they have in, and, I mean, look at Haruka. She's, <laughs> she's Uranus. She's Earthquake. She's world shaking. Yeah, seriously. She's the wind. She's all these raw elements. <laughs> I just get a kick anytime she, like, flies away. She's like, I'll kiss you, and then I'll fly off into the night. I have to ride the wind. It's very, yeah. It is very romantic. But, um, but you're right. There's, there's this, and not to mention that in addition to being a princess and a queen and, a, you know, a magical being of sorts, right. Usagi is also a 14-year-old girl, and I believe Michiru and Haruka are older than her, just, just by, like, a couple years, I imagine. Not, not, like, a ton, but they give the impression that they're a little bit older. 
Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. like, having, there's also that dynamic. I mean, I remember being a freshman and really looking up to certain seniors. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. though there's not that big of an age gap, there's still that, as you were saying, adoration of somebody who who's just really cool. Yeah. And then you add that connection on top of it. Yeah. And whatever whatever happened in the past, in the silver millennium, yeah. there's some context that we are missing. And totally. she feels that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think, too, you know, it, that that Usagi is feeling that and Haruka is feeling that also because that scene where she shows up at the arcade and is like, I, your friends told me to stay away from you. I didn't come here on purpose. I didn't mean to do this, but I just, I missed you. Like, it's, uh, it's... Person whose name I don't know. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Like this elemental attraction to their queen. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and it is, and it's so, like, profound and overwhelming, I think, that that's, the kiss was just, like, her way of kind of dealing with it. Yeah. And not to mention Usagi's uh, very sexy dream about her. <laughs> like that. Yeah, she legit so. fantasized about her. Yeah, she did. Yeah. But wasn't also uh, tactical, in a way, because, uh, you know, she knows Usagi. Yeah. She's a very sweet girl. Uh, and then that kiss, uh, Usagi stopped chasing her. That's true. She sure did. Yep. Yep. So you kind of yeah. like kill two birds at one yeah. stone. Well, and, and I, and, oh, oh, go, go ahead, ahead, Megan. Oh, I was just going to say, well, there's also, uh, they're laying the groundwork for a lot of ideological differences mm-hmm. because Usagi's such a caring person. She is. She is. That, like, she wants to include everyone. And this is something you saw time and again in the 90s anime. She wants to be everybody's friend. Yeah. She wants, she doesn't want to hurt anybody. Yes. And Haruka you can kind of get the, you know, the seeds of like, yeah, they're fighting for the greater good, but you kind of get the sense that there's a little bit more edge to her, yeah, and that they're willing mm-hmm. to oh, yeah. go places that the inner senshi aren't willing to go. Well, of course, yeah. I mean, they are—they're basically uh, their first defense. They, everybody thinks that they're first defense, but no, they are actually first yeah. defense. Yep, on everything. Yeah. yeah, and and I think too, you know, just kind of circling back to the whole. Haruka and and Michiru thing is uh, Montserrat uh, Yerelden in the chat says, uh, you know, at, or Yerelden, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Uh, at the end of the day, Haruka will always choose Michiru. And that yeah. that's absolutely yeah. true. And, and at the end of the day, Usagi will always choose Mamoru. And I think that another thing Crystal did extremely well was handle... Mamaru's role in in this episode and his sort of reaction to seeing all of this transpire because he sees her talk to Haruka when Haruka gives her the concert tickets and Usagi like can't even speak to her because she's remembering making out with her in a dream. <laughs> I, I like that he's so cool. Yes. He's so cool with it. Yes. Like, he sees her being all excited right. with the tickets and he's like, oh, well, I'll find someone else to go with. Yeah. You know, it wasn't all, hey, what the, well, what? And it wasn't, you yeah. can tell his feelings are hurt, but of at course. the same time, he's not the type of person to make a big deal no. about it. Yeah. Well, and conversely, you know, Usagi doesn't get all bent out of shape when he's like, Oh, Michiru Kayo's concert, it'll it'll be great. Like he obviously shows some interest in Michiru and Usagi is a moment where she feels like, okay, is he kind of interested in her? But she doesn't get angry about it because mm-hmm. she's having these really conflicted feelings about Haruka. And this is probably the first time he's taken Chibiusa to an event. Oh my that god, that was she didn't I get was upset dying. about. I was dying. Yeah, and that was a change from the manga. 
And I oh. was thrilled. I was thrilled. Because in the manga, there was a little reverting back to that jealousy we saw with Usagi in the last story arc that is a little like, eh. It's not, it it's, it's not as bad in the manga as it is in the 90s anime where it's like, it's, where it's like, oh, Electra Complex. Right. It's as, it is as if, like, uh, Usagi thinks that Chibiusa is Mamoru's tiny girlfriend. Well, but. And, and even so, they still sit next to each other. It's not like she sat in between them. They're, you know, they're, it's the two of them still together. Yeah, when they found yeah. out they were going to the same place, that was where they sat. Yeah. 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 It wasn't a deal. Yeah. 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 And I love, and I just, I love, uh, the delivery of the line and the animation in the scene where they discover where the, the girls who are all going with the tickets that Haruka gave to Usagi, when they discover that Mamoru and Shibiusa are also there, that moment when Usagi discovers them and is like, what are you do- doing here? And he's like, well, I, I, I was going to take you, but you were bragging about the fact that you had enough tickets for everyone to go, so... <laughs> so our dates become a big group of it. Yeah, Yay. no, but it was, it was cute because they were on like a daddy-daughter date. And I don't know, I used to go on those with my dad when I was a little girl, and so I just... <laughs> a lot of feelings about that. I really liked it. <laughs> Again, yeah. it was it was very well done. This could have been like played in such a sloppy, schlocky way, and yeah. it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like you said, there were a lot of like complicated emotions. Yeah. yeah. Well, there are a lot of things about this episode that I enjoyed. Where yeah. it was just like it could have been way more complex, but they chose like um, you know cutting away the weeds and going straight forward. Yeah. Like um, everybody having the talisman dream. So it's yeah. like okay, great, that's on the table. Yeah. Everybody's on the same yeah, page I, with that. It's I, like great. Yeah, I thought that was. Ex- I, I loved the way that they animated that too, yeah. and just that really dark image at the end mm-hmm. of like Usagi with the like blank eyes and the <laughs> crushed cosmic heart. Oh, yeah, so everybody's uh, on the ground so you have uh, that foreshadowing uh, to look forward to because yeah. you know that you know these dreams come true. Yeah. Mama Chan will tell you. <laughs> All the dreams come true. They do, yep. Yeah. Just believe in yourself. Well, and, and they were able to do this with them all as a group without falling back on what they kind of did in the first two seasons of Crystal, which was basically treating the, the senshi like a unit where they were essentially Sailor Moon's cheerleading squad in a way. But no, they, they, they were able to all have this connective thing. Yeah. But then later on in the episode, they're all still being treated like individuals. Yeah. 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 No, definitely. I totally. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And and certainly, you know, uh, Chibiusa and Hotaru got a nice little scene with some individual yeah. attention in this, which was really, really cute. Yeah. Can we just say how hard that is to pull off from a pacing standpoint? Get like fleshing out everybody yeah. a little every episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and there. I think they pulled it off really, really well in this episode. You know, like I felt like Chibiusa and Hotaru had their nice moment, which, which. Mm-hmm. <laughs> transitioned into my favorite scene of the episode, which was when Haruka and Michiru show up and are like, what up, Chibiusa? You want to ride home in our helicopter? Yeah. <laughs> We've no. also got free candy. If that yeah, is. exactly. Yeah. It, it would Stranger be the new danger. candy van. Listen. <laughs> the new candy van is as the helicopter. Listen, as soon as Chibiusa gets home, Usagi needs to like sit her down and be like, we need to talk about Stranger Danger. Like, do we have to have a word? <laughs> well, it was so do we funny have to have because, a word? because it was. It was that classic, like, never get in a vehicle with a stranger where they're like, where, first of all, We're Chibiusa, Chibiusa offers up a name and is like, do you know Usagi? And they're like, not, well, she might not know us, but we know her really well. <laughs> be like, you want to ride home? Heck yes. Yep. I mean, to be fair, 
If Haruka and Michiru showed up in a helicopter and were like, do you want to ride home? Yeah, I'd be like, I'm with us. Let me grab my jump bag. Let's I go. Think, I think we'd all say yes. I'm just throwing that out <laughs> Who'd there. Who'd say no? No one would say no. Yeah. Like, no one. Yeah. Um, I, no I one did, in their right mind, anyway. Yeah. 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 I did like um, that because, you know, like, The Witches Five. Right. It yeah. seems like we're going to be able to get, like, some centric episodes yeah, with each of yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. So it's like we had Venus this time with, um, oh, what was her name, Mamet? Yeah, Mamet in this Mamet. episode, yeah. So I'm kind of wondering who's going to be the Next one up. Um, I mean, not to not to go too from far. From the ahead, preview, it looked like um, Mercury. Yeah, it's, it yeah, definitely it's, it's, did. But uh, I mean, like the name of the person. Oh, Villoui is yeah. the is the witch. Yeah, Villoui. Yeah, Villoui. Did she oh, yeah. even get any time in the nineties? You know what's really interesting? So I I've been rewatching this uh, season of the nineties anime, and Udiel got her story really really stretched out, and they made her mm-hmm. into like an inventor. Mimet got her story really really stretched out, and hers was every monster of the week plot was she fell in love with somebody and decided she needed to uh-huh. steal their pure heart crystal. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, right. God, I love Mimet oh, so <laughs> much, you guys. <laughs> Oh, I love her so much. And I loved her in this episode, too. Even, like, the short little bit. It was like, there she is with her sparkly little bimbo personality, and I just love her. I like that she was a, a superstar, and, like, she already had, like, all these fans. There was yeah, all this backstory that happened. Yeah. And then it was but, like... And it was super interesting, actually, because Mimet is kind of... Mimet herself is, like, the kind of person that she targets in the 90s anime, because in the 90s anime, she's constantly targeting, like, idols and actors, because her argument is, yeah, her argument is, well, they have this big fan base and everybody loves them, so obviously, they have pure hearts. (laughs) Also, he looked at me, so now we're in love. It's mutual. (laughs) She was always just trying to sneak backstage and get like kisses and autographs. Yep. Yep. She's basically the groupie super villain. The best. (laughs) So great. Uh, Yeah. No, Mimet is the greatest. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, and and uh, Hanyu Mimi, the um, the uh, name that she was going as as her like school uh, arts ambassador and <laughs> yeah. slash teen, teen idol. Yeah. Uh, alias? I, you leader know, of the performing arts. Yeah, and, exactly, and exactly. Yeah. Um, but it, there is an episode in the 90s anime where, so so she's not uh, she's not masquerading as an idol in the 90s anime. She does a whole bunch of different things. But in <laughs> one episode, she does actually participate in an idol contest with Minako. I remember yes. that. Which oh, is actually yeah. sort of a plot line from Codename Sailor V, where Minako competes in this idol contest to star in this movie opposite Ace Kaito. Oh, and that's a that's a whole that's a whole oh, other thing, guys. Read uh, read code name Sailor V. It's really oh, really good. Ace. It's re- it's really good. <laughs> yeah. And that Ace Kaito plotline at the end, those last two acts of Code Name Sailor V are just like, oh, they just rip your heart out, like in a in a really real way. Um, but uh, anyway, but yeah, in in that episode when she shows up, they're like, and who are you? She's like me. Hanyu Mimi. So she, they, they did actually use the name that was her, her alias. Um, but, uh, nice little nod. But, yeah. oh my gosh, and Minako just being obsessed with her was incredible. <laughs> and the, like, it, again, like, I feel like this season of Crystal, they're making really good use of sort of sprinkling in the super deformed stuff for comedic effect, and and it is incredibly effective. No, it it doesn't feel at all out of place because, uh, yeah, again, with as as pretty as Crystal is, because they do they take a lot of care to make all of the characters look really glamorous. So, oh. Adding those really cartoonish elements could have felt really out of place, but they don't. They yeah, they no. they 
blend seamlessly and they're just adorable. Yeah, they, I think it's a, a really great homage to like how the 90s mm-hmm. um, anime looks in my head. Yeah. yeah. The way it looks yeah, in my yeah. head is the way that they have it now. I agree. So yeah. it's like that's perfect. Yeah, you know, when you go back and look at it like, oh, okay. Yeah, you go back kind and of, it's kind of blocky. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes like, it doesn't it is. It doesn't yeah. hold up as well as it's, you remember. Yeah. But it's, this is what it looks like in my mind. Yeah, exactly. it's kind of so. dated and the music in the 90s anime feels really dated. <laughs> if there was one thing Deke did right, we, we oh, said this the music. It was the oh, music. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The Deke Clover music was awesome. Uh, no, and I and I have to agree um, with uh, Iklaban seventy two in the chat that I kind of wish the show was more of a balance of the manga and the original anime. Like they should have they shouldn't have cut out all of the filler episodes. It gives them more room to explore things. And I agree. Like that would have absolutely been my dream for Crystal. Would be that it would be more like Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, the live-action version of Sailor Moon, where, like, if you skipped three episodes, you'd be terribly confused. Whereas in the 90s anime, if you know which episodes to skip, you're not missing anything. Yeah, no. But it would be nice for that. Like, I I would have loved to spend more time with Mimette. That that would be the best of both worlds, is if we got things fleshed out a little bit more. But at the same time, if the plot didn't move along like a snail, it's like the first two seasons of Crystal went too fast. The 90s anime went way too slow. There (laughs) is a happy medium somewhere, and I feel like this season is hitting it it closer. It's hitting hitting way closer to it. No, I I totally, totally agree with you. I mean, obviously, we would like some more fleshing out of uh, the Sailor Guardians, especially because their personalities are, they they just seem a bit different than they were in the first two seasons. Yeah, you know what? They've grown. They honestly, I mean, and um, and I, I can't recommend these enough, uh, are the new Seramu, which are the newest Sailor Moon musicals. The personalities that the girls have that are really shining through in the manga now, it, or not, in the, not in the manga, in, uh, in Crystal, though of course it is based on the manga, but I really feel like these are the personalities of the girls in the new musicals, and it, it's just, it's such a delight. It's such a delight to see. Um... And uh, and I loved one of my favorite parts of this whole episode was when they had that team up attack. Yes, at the end. Yes, oh absolutely. my god! It's like we got to see a coconut cyclone again. Yes, we got to one see the favorites. sword again. Yes, yes. Sword. Elk and the sword and Mercury Aqua Mirage. That was the first time we'd seen it in Crystal. Yeah, well, in this season of Crystal. Yeah, no, this. Yeah, in general, in Crystal. And oh my goodness, it was great. Yeah, it was cool to it see. Wasn't, it wasn't just oh, it's missed, and now you can't see us. Yeah, that was exactly what I'm I was going to say. Defensive powers. I know it was more. I have to say, like, things keep happening to the Mugen Academy students. Mm-hmm. At what point do they start to question, hey, you remember that girl who was, like, the head of the arts d- <laughs> division? Is she, what happened to her? She's dead. Oh, you oh, remember yeah. that girl that was leading the retreat? Where is she? Yep. She's dead. So she did. So <laughs> it's so competitive. They want them to leave. They're like, it's just you like know? one last person on that yeah. list. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the X-Men students like starting to question why the house has to blow up every two weeks. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we're just going to let, we're going to roll yeah, with this. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. It's just how life is. Yes, I agree. <laughs> no, but um, uh, Neptune and uh, Uranus power. Yes! It's like, and you just, you, you were waiting for it. You knew it was going to happen. Oh, my God. As soon God. as you saw that team up. And then it's like, deep submerged. And you're like, yes. World shaking. I mean. And boom, she's gone. Oh, well, and I don't God. know who. And gruesomely so. Like, skin gone. melting off the skeleton death. Super, like, yeah. Nothing's there. Gone, gone, gone. And, uh, you do have to hand it to whoever is dedicated enough to still be working the spotlights up in the stage. Oh, I know. <laughs> they have a great sense of dramatic. They timing. sure do. They sure do. They're like, and 
Sailor Neptune and <laughs> Sailor Uranus. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, but we got a, everything. Heart Attack yeah, was in yeah, there. It was great. Breaking out the daemon. Well, and, and we had talked about this um, when we first saw the new transformation sequences. But we, because uh, we love the new transformation sequences. Yeah. But seeing Venus's was enough. Yeah, it we was. We didn't have to see everybody else's because well, that left time for all of I, the attacks. And I would yes. like to tell you that uh, obviously <laughs> they have been listening to this podcast <laughs> because uh, Venus, because yeah, Venus calls them on her watch. We finally use our watches and is like, uh, yo, it's going down. And they show up already transformed. They don't like run there to check it out and then be like, oh, we should transform. We should have done that on the way here. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Although it is, it is very cute. Not to jump backwards, but it yeah. was. I thought it was very funny that in uh, the '90s anime, Sailor Venus was the one that fell in love with Haruka and thought that she uh, she was yeah. a boy. And here she yeah. she's the one cross dressing yeah. as well. Wait, was it, wait, was it Venus Stop or it. was it Jupiter? But they all did. They at all did. Times but Venus was for the Ami. one that was pursuing Haruka. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that um, she goes after. After the thing she wants. She does. Let me not go. She does. I remember when uh, she was with um, Haruka at the docks. Yeah. And then how they changed it to be like, uh, yeah. oh, there's, there's a, oh, this there's boy I'm in love the, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Like, well, and her. I, and th- though I will say that it's like, I, I do like, and there were lots of really funny moments and it was just adorable to see all of the girls constantly being like, Haruka's mine. But I, <laughs> I think that there is something a lot more complicated and profound and, and like very, very real about what's what's going on with Haruka and Usagi yeah. in, in Crystal. We, we yeah. see some shades of it in, like, uh, I believe Sailor Stars later on. Yeah, but yeah, in order yeah. to do that, they had to push Mamoru completely out I, of the way. Yeah. Here, it, it, there, well, you know, it's that same complication, complicated feelings, they, but yeah. it's, in my opinion, it, it's done better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they did kind of make him just... You know, sit there and hold the seats Aww. while they went and talk. You know, I mean, he wasn't there. Did you see him there? I didn't yep. see him it's there. Like, I'll, I'll save the seats, ladies. Yep. It's fine. Yeah, yep. it's like, yep. go do your thing. Yep. And uh, like, love you, baby. He's like, I gotta run home and change it to my. T-. Or maybe he had his he reserve tickets. But yeah, yeah, actually, no. Somebody, uh, somebody in the chat already. earlier. I, I, he just I, had to pull out a mask. It was right? a while ago. Yeah, he was already wearing yeah. a tuxedo. All he had to do was put on a cape, a Dracula medallion, and a hat. Yeah, couldn't find the medallion. He shouldn't find it. <laughs> That's why it took him so long to show up. He just couldn't yeah. fight. He can't possibly fight without his Dracula medallion. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so uh, favorite moment and most emotional moment, and then we'll uh, dive into some uh, predictions. Oh. Favorite moment of the episode, and then like, what was your the most like emotionally affected motion? The motion? <laughs> moment yeah. for you in the episode. <laughs> there were a lot of emotions. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, my favorite moment. There, I mean, there were a lot of really good ones, but seeing the attacks from Uranus and Neptune, I yeah. verbally yelled out. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. okay, if there's a part that's making me actually, you know, react auditorial, <laughs> auditorially. <laughs> yes, that, yes, I don't think that's a word. Um, but yeah. If I'm getting an auditory response, it's probably being the most effective. So I'm gonna say that that was my favorite moment. I love it. Just I love seeing it. I love it. Their attacks again because it's been it's been a long time, and um, probably most emotional moment. I I want to say just Usagi kind of wrestling with this with this emotion because yeah. she's like what is this feeling? But at the same time, she kind of feels guilty about it because Mamoru, but at the same time, she can't help 
that that's how she feels. Mm-hmm. So I, I think just her wrestling with that when she's just by herself. I, yeah. I think that was my favorite. Uh, most emotional moment, obviously, was Uranus and Neptune's attacks. That was definitely emotional because <laughs> it's like... Uh, it was like being back then and mm-hmm. then seeing that for the first time, but now I'm seeing it yep. for the first time is now. Yep. Yep. It's like, yes, <laughs> and always deep so much. Yes. Oh, God. So, yeah, most emotional, definitely there. Favorite moment was um, when they all had that dream sequence together. Oh, yeah, And it, we had the foreshadowing of, you know, the deity of destruction and everything that yes. has to happen for that to And, of course, Usagi on the ground and Smash. is like, that was my favorite moment. My favorite moment was uh, Minako using her Crescent Compact to transform herself (laughs) into a boy Infinity Academy. It was was straight out of Codename Sailor Lee. It was very deliberate, too. She's like, I'm turning into a boy Infinity Academy student. Like, she wants to be Haruka, basically. (laughs) Honestly, the moment that, because I cry every episode, and the thing that really got me this episode was when Chibiusa used the Ginsui show, the Silver Crystal, to heal Hataru. Oh, I just got chills thinking about it. Yeah. It was, because we, it was, it's sort of like her being able to return this favor for her friend, because her friend helped her, and in this instance, she's able to help her new friend. Yep. And, although it makes me wonder if the mad sign, and what, what I will say surprised me is how much Haruka is aware of her surroundings in this version of the show, because in the 90s anime, she was blissfully unaware about so many things going Hotaru? on. Hotaru? Yeah. Sorry, did I say It's Hotaru? okay. I think I did it earlier, too. There's all these H names, guys. <laughs> My apologies. It's yeah. late. Feel free to call no. me out on that. That's no, totally she's, fine. She's totally, she's like, oh, by the way, my dad makes these creatures. In I know. Yeah. He makes <laughs> horrible abominations. He's a good guy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, here's uh, a flashback to him. He's got a creepy eye. Oh, he's my dad. Yeah. It's fine. He's not, yeah. he's not a bad guy, really. He's, yeah. I mean, he's sort of evil, but mostly he's... He just is confused. <laughs> it's like, by the way, don't tell anybody. Do you, guys, do you guys feel that there was a little bit too much, like, blatant exposition with that, though? Because she's basically saying, um, my dad is the villain. I'm aware of this. He's still a decent fellow. And also, yeah, we have the talismans. We've had them all along. Well, that, I thought that's that was, a thing. Just, yeah, I thought know, it was good laying, give and take. Laying it down. You know? I mean, I mean granted, right. again, for, for some people, they're just seeing this for the, you know, for the first time. They've never read the manga, and this is their first ex- never They the never manga. watched the 90s anime. I know it's, like, impossible for me to conceive, but there are people who never watched the 90s anime who but you this can. is their first. Yeah, you can. <laughs> it's all on Hulu. Please, watch but it. If so you're in the United States. <laughs> Sorry, but, oh, that sucks. But yep. for, for anybody Sorry, watching Melbourne. it for the first time, I'm like, are they projecting too loudly for anybody who doesn't have context? I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I, as I say, it's it's been so long that I've known the context that I can't unknow what I already know. <laughs> um, it really, I mean, to an extent, I, I didn't read the manga, but having watched the 90s anime, I You have I some know context for it, yeah. So yeah. I would like to know if there's anybody who's watching for the first time yeah. who this is their first exposure to Sailor Moon, I would love to hear their thoughts. Yeah. Well, yeah. and for anybody uh, who is watching for the first time, I feel like that's a good transition into uh, some quick predictions. <laughs> TV predictions. Um, Who wants to go yeah, first? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to predict because I just reread the next act of the manga, so it's going to be the same. <laughs> okay, well, uh, we definitely have, uh, you said, uh, Viola. 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 Okay, so Viola is going to be a Viola and Mars off. Um, I predict that it's going to be um, that Sailor Neptune 
uh, ends up saving Sailor Mars with that. And then that causes a little bit of friction between her and Sailor Uranus. Because mm. I think that's when they're going to start that arc Mars of, hey. Mars or Mercury? Was it what? What did I say? Mars. Mars. Mercury. <laughs> Water. Water. All good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I was um, just mixing up Saturn. It's fine. Yeah. It's just a mix mixing up planets. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yep. They're yep. small things. Um, but I think that's when they're going to go full steam ahead with that. Um, this is our world. This is your world. We're yeah. Sailor Guardians. Yeah. But yep. we're not going to help you anymore. That was the last time. Yep. So I think that's going to happen in this next episode. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I have to agree. I think that um, we're going to get a flashback sequence. Uh, at some point, back to back to the Moon Kingdom, which I would very much appreciate. I don't know if we'll get it next episode, but it's it's coming. To it's know. coming at some yeah, point. Yeah, like what went down. What went down specifically, and why it is that the outer senshi are kind of isolated and on their own, while the inner senshi got to hang out on the moon and just you know chill and be cool, and stuff like that. I also think a little bit more um, creepy scientist dad. <laughs> It's been a couple of episodes now, yeah. or like one episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's time for some more of him. <laughs> yeah, totally. going to happen. Totally, yeah. yeah. I yeah. also predict that even though everybody at the Mugen Academy is super smart, no one will question that students keep dying. No one <laughs> no one will question it. No one will make him like connections yes. that, oh, like these creatures, the, the, we keep becoming these weird Cthulhu-like creatures. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. It's just, every school is like this, right? Totally. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> uh, yep, that is amazing. Uh, with that being said, I have a very, very tiny piece of uh, news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Which is that uh, the Sailor Moon Funkos uh, are being released. Yay! I don't know yeah. if you guys have uh, seen the images of them on the internet. Uh, if you're trying to get them on Amazon, the pre-order release date as of right now says that it is June 10th, 2016. They're also all on my Amazon wish list in case anybody wishes <laughs> to purchase them for me. Uh, and... However, at Select Hot Topics right now, you can actually get some. Ah! So I actually have Tuxedo Mask. Ah! <laughs> He's really cute. He has a really tiny rose. He's a um, 90s anime Tuxedo Mask, though, because he doesn't have a Dracula medallion. His uh, Dracula medallion was sadly absent in the 90s anime. But yeah, they're they're super adorable. They're officially being released in June, and uh, they have all of the Inner Guardians and Tuxedo Mask thus far. Mm. I am sure that everybody else is uh, on their way. And uh, before we uh, officially say goodbye, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Drummer Girl 456 who left us a lovely iTunes review. Five stars. Amazing show with a heart emoji. Uh, hey guys, Thanks. absolutely love the show. Makes Mondays the best day. Super excited to watch the rest of the season and more. So thank you Aww. so much. And if you guys leave Thanks. iTunes reviews, we'll give you guys shout outs on the show. Mm -hmm. And it also like makes us look cool and is, our producers see it and they're like, yeah, people like talking about Sailor Moon and <laughs> anime and we should do more of that, uh, which we totally Everyone should. Everyone should do more. <laughs> yes, yes. Everyone. And uh, with that, that is our uh, episode. So, Megan Salinas, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you guys can tweet at me at the Menguin. Uh, that's T H E M E N G U I N. I also have an Instagram at that same one. I always forget to plug that. Um, I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz. Turn is coming back tomorrow night. I am Ooh. so excited to talk about the season three premiere. And uh, I also write articles for the movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. 
Uh, Markeia McCarty. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram uh, at Markeia McCarty, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y, uh, especially Instagram because I love pictures. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, my Snapchat, I Snapchatted a little of this, and then I was on Raw earlier. Uh, yeah. So my Snapchat is Darth Thinmints, as in Darth Vader. That is amazing. <laughs> and as Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> Darth Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> Darth Thinmints. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, tomorrow I will be on TV Fights, so check oh, it out. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so fun. fun. Nice. Yeah, Megan and I did a mega movie get-together over at Screen Junkies Plus a couple weeks ago. Super fun. Nice. Yeah, it's a blast. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet to at my name, Emma Fife, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. If you are listening, that is all F's as in Fred, no S's as in Snake. I do a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz TV. I do Transformers, Robots in Disguise, Bob's Burgers. Uh, <laughs> and also, if you guys are Sailor Moon fans, which you should be if you are watching the show, uh, I also do another Sailor Moon podcast. It is called Love and Justice. We will have a new episode out tomorrow morning where we really dive into just all of the Sailor Moons, just every single one of them. <laughs> so thank you again so much guys for watching, listening, etc. And uh, we will be back here again, same time, same place next week. Bye! Executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Believe in yourself! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 